What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Beat the market one trade at a time. If you're new to the Market Marauder Show, it's an investment podcast. Helps you find the best deals in the market. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Going to give you some of the stock updates uh, going on in the market uh, so that you guys know where the best plays are at. So first, let's talk about Tesla, uh, which just had a crazy week, um, a monumental week, in my personal opinion, hitting a high this week of $1,208.59. And this was around uh, Monday the 1st. Then they have fallen down uh, after uh, CEO Elon Musk said that the deal that they had with Hertz was not yet signed. Um, So this sent the stock crashing um, and, you know, it didn't crash like crazy. So it didn't go like hundreds of dollars down, but it is still on a bearish downward trend after that news came out. So Tesla hit a $1 trillion market cap uh, for the first time this week um, after it announced a deal with Hertz uh, to grow its fleet of battery electric vehicles uh, with the initial order of 100,000 Teslas by the end of 2022. Um, And so Elon Musk tweeted out, um, you know, you're welcome if there are any if any of this is based on Hertz, I'd like to emphasize that there has been no contract signed yet. Uh, Tesla has far more demand than production. Therefore, we only sell cars to Hertz for the same margin as consumers. Uh, Hertz deal has zero effect on our economics. And so yet again, <laughs> Elon Musk sending the stock downward as it begins to rise. So um, it started rising like crazy. Um, and then he tweeted out that, hey, the deal's not signed and it started to go down. So um, definitely, you know, in Elon Musk fashion, uh, you know, he himself surprised that the stock has been going up so far um, and so fast. Um, and then he's like, hey, you know, this deal's not even signed. I don't know why you guys are buying this stock. Um, and so it's definitely very interesting to see uh, such an active CEO um, on social media, um, especially, you know, coming out with news that you know could negatively affect um, your share price. So um, usually the goal of the CEO uh, in most companies is to help boost the stock price. Uh, You're kind of the face of the company. And so, you know, as the company releases different, um, you know, press releases of things that are coming out, the CEO kind of stands behind it and says, yes, this is what's going to happen. We're excited this is going to happen. This is the plan moving forward because it's not just the CEO who's over the company. It's kind of the board who really makes the decisions. So the board was like, hey, you know, we're going to be happy with this deal. And then for the CEO to say, hey, you know, this deal isn't even signed yet. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Uh, Definitely affects, um, you know, the stock in general. uh, And it's kind of some market manipulation, uh, in my personal opinion. So Hertz kind of responded to this and they said uh, deliveries of the Tesla cars uh, into retail uh, fleet are already uh, occurring despite the tweet uh, Monday night by uh, CEO Elon Musk. Uh, The automator has not Automaker has not signed a contract uh, with the company. So they basically said, hey, um, we're already getting vehicles. So I don't really know, you know, why this tweet came out. Um, And it really kind of shows poor business practices, um, you know, that 
you would say the deal's not signed um, to drive the stock down, um, especially considering, you know, the company itself has to make a statement to explain what's going on. Um, and so it's kind of like this rogue CEO situation where um, even though, yes, he did build the company himself from scratch, uh, you do represent a large amount of people, um, not just yourself when making those statements. So, um, you know, I was very interested to see, you know, how this would play out, um, and the stock, you know, hasn't really fallen too much. So it seemed like, um, Hertz saying, Hey, we're already receiving cars, um, kind of, you know, f fan the flames or put the fire out, uh, from that, uh, tweet that Elon Musk said, but definitely very interesting, you know, as far as, you know, these are two large businesses, uh, as you know, earlier this year, Hertz, uh, I think fall for bankruptcy, uh, they were definitely struggling quite a bit. So this was kind of the, you know, shining light for the future of the company, uh, saying, you know, we're going to start with EV cars, EV cars are the, um, you know, kind of buzzword in the market, any company that's talking about making EVs or, uh, batteries that are going to be in EVs kind of shoots up. Um, I know Rivian, uh, is an EV company that is about to go public here pretty soon. Um, you know, is kind of the company a lot of people are looking at because it makes EV trucks, uh, sort of like Tesla does, but they look more like trucks, uh, the traditional trucks and not like the Cybertruck. Um, and so, you know, anything in the EV in the market industry kind of has a large buzz around it and investors are happy to uh, put the money towards it. So definitely a very interesting situation. I'll give you all more updates as that develops. Uh, but yeah, make sure you look at Tesla stock and Hertz stock as well. Next, we're going to talk about Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, which surprisingly is actually one of the Wall Street Bets stocks. So if you follow Wall Street Bets um, or don't, it's a forum that is on Reddit uh, where a lot of people trade financial ideas. Um, and so Bed Bath & Beyond is actually one of the companies on there, uh, but their shares soared more than 80% um, after trading. So um, Bed Bath & Beyond announced the launch of a digital marketplace that will sell goods uh, from third parties uh, in addition to a tie-up uh, with grocery chain, chain Kroger. Uh, the home goods retailer said uh, that its stock buyback program was ahead of schedule and it unveiled some executive leadership changes. Um, so it kind of caused a short squeeze um, and the stock kind of flew up from there. Talking about a partnership with Kroger, uh, that is a definitely a big thing moving forward. Um, and it kind of, you know, having some leadership shifts will definitely dramatically help uh, the company moving forward. They did a large sell-off last year of a lot of their, um, I guess, side divisions. They had a uh, a holiday side division that they sold off. Um, it seems like there's been a lot of shifting going on with Bed Bath Beyond, trying to kind of revamp the company. I think overall they're a great company. Um, I know a lot of people shop there, especially during the holidays. Uh, so going to be interested to see how uh, they can revamp this company um, and how investors will react to these changes. Uh, next, I want to talk about the CDC. CDC gives final AOK uh, for immediate distribution of Pfizer COVID vaccine for ages 5 to 11. So this uh, just recently came out. Children ages 5 to 11 will be able to get the COVID-19 vaccine after the CDC cleared Pfizer's dose for younger kids. Um, and this just recently came out or Tuesday night, um, allowing many parents across the U.S. to breathe a sigh of relief. The CDC director, uh, Dr. Rochelle uh, Walensky, 
Kaczynski authorized the vaccine uh, hours after unanimous recommendations by the agency's advisory committee on immunization practices. Uh, Vaccinations for younger kids are expected to begin immediately. Some parents have been counting down the minutes until the U.S. regulators clear the shots so their kids can get back to normal in-person learning, uh, sports, and extracurricular activities that were largely put on hold due to the pandemic. Uh, the vaccine will give uh, will be given to kids uh, in smaller doses, uh, one third of the dosage given to teens and young adults. Uh, children are generally less likely uh, than adults to suffer uh, from severe cases of COVID, but the small portion of them do, Walensky told the committee prior to the vote. Um, and then at least 2,316 kids ages 5 to 11 have suffered from multi-symptom uh, multi-system inflammatory syndrome in kids, or MISC, a rare serious COVID-related complication, according to the data shared by the CDC um, at the meeting. In addition, uh, there have been at least 1.9 million COVID cases in the age groups, um, 8,300 hospitalizations, and at least 94 deaths. The CDC advise, advisor, Dr. Uh, Matthew Daly, told the community, uh, or the, told the committee, uh, the burden of the pandemic extends beyond case counts, he said, uh, adding COVID uh, has caused school closures nationwide. So uh, sort of looking at the bigger picture of, um, you know, the closures and stuff uh, over the uh, hospitalizations uh, and things of that nature. So uh, definitely um, not a political channel. So I'm not really going to give my opinions on this, uh, but just going to be saying look at Pfizer um, stock this week. Um, they had a earnings, uh, their earnings was pretty good. They had, uh, more projections than normal. Uh, but as far as the stocks is concerned, uh, they were up a dollar and 18 cents today to be at $40, $45 and 45 cents. Uh, so I'd say from the investment uh, point of view, look to see how this, uh, stock continues to perform as they release, uh, more of these doses out, uh, for ages five to 11, that would definitely help, um, uh, the stock in general. Um, and see how many uh, doses they're able to get out. So uh, as far as financials are concerned, they did have an earnings, like I said earlier this week. You all can go look at that, but the numbers were pretty good for their earnings. And so lastly on here, uh, I want to talk about Zillow. Uh, so Zillow says that it's closing home buying business, cutting 25% of its workforce, Um and this was from an earnings estimate. Uh, Zillow said that it is winding down its home buying unit uh, called Offers uh, with uh, competitive competitiveness with Open Door. Um, the company said it's cutting 25% of its work workforce to eliminate the unit, uh, and they also reported a disappointing. Uh, quarter. So Zillow, the digital real estate company, said on Tuesday, um, it's exiting offer offers. Uh, like I said earlier, the Announcement was attached to Zillow's third quarter report. Um, the company's revenue and earnings missed analysts' analyst expectations. Uh, so the stock dropped about 7.5% in extended trading following the 10% uh, plunge during the regular market hours. Uh, and the shares are now down about 10% um, as of close. Uh, so earnings per share loss of 95 cents adjusted. Um, and profit of 16%, 16 cents per share expected. Um, and then revenue was $1.74 billion versus the $2.01 billion expected. Um, and so I don't know if this is due to the fact of housing prices being, um, you know, extremely high. 
Uh, but definitely having, you know, that shift of them not buying houses um, is very interesting. And I wonder if that will change, um, you know, some of their business model. Uh, Zillow definitely was able to benefit off of these housing prices being, you know, extremely high. But it seems like they're kind of shifting focus uh, from that, um, you know, Maybe this means that housing prices are going to start going down a lot more, or maybe they foresee uh, inflation continuing and housing prices continuing to go up, um, and they were losing more money uh, than you know they could handle. So definitely going to be looking for uh, you know Zillow to continue um, you know on. I think it's a site that a lot of people use um, when looking for houses. Uh, but overall, as far as uh, stocks are concerned. They were down $11.13 today and then fell down after hours $9.73 to end the day at $75.75. Uh, so a little bit of a bearish downward trend for Zillow, uh, but I think overall a lot of people use Zillow services uh, and it seems like just a little bit of shift. Hopefully they can uh, bring up their bottom line and continue uh, to provide services uh, that people can use. So hopefully uh, that information helped you all. I uh, hope you all can make better decisions out there in the market and lock in some profits, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.